Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. How much time till we're on? on, Ron. What? We're on the air right now. <clears throat> I'm ready. Good evening. I'm Ron Burgundy. Here's what's going on in your world tonight. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. And World Gym. Trained for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. Hello and welcome to a Wednesday night edition of Sports Day. Hello to our listeners through the Super Radio Network and all our SCN stations as well. As well. 1170 in Sydney, 693 in Brizzy. 1620 on the Gold Coast, our SEN track stations, SEN Fanatic, those listening through the SEN app and all our listeners through SENZ in New Zealand. You can get involved anytime. We love it uh, when you get involved in the show. Well, I look, honestly, I do with most of you. 0457 736 736. That's our text number. If you're in NZ, uh, your text number is a lot easier. 8833 if you want to be involved. Uh, and you can call in anytime you like about anything. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. 1170 Find the good gear on TikTok, Sports Day SEN, Instagram SEQ, Twitter Sports Day New South Wales. And don't forget, I will look, I'm modest, but I will say that Scott Sattler's put in one of his best performances on tonight's show if you're listening to the podcast. So hang in there. For those who aren't listening to the podcast, stick with me, Sats. Uh, you can download that from uh, iTunes or Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts from. Just look for Sports Day SEN. Scotty Sattler. Welcome to a Wednesday night How edition. Are you? Yeah, good. You good? Yeah. What's going on? Not much. You're not crook anymore? No, mate, I am sick of my family. I, everyone's been crook. Mm-hmm. Everyone. I've had my daughter in hospital twice. I got sick. The miso, she got sick. We, Aria, Dr. Evil, stayed fine. We she, reported on Monday that you've <laughs> finally overcome the world's longest constipation of 103 that's days. That's unfair. Imagine being constipated for 103. I remember I had it once in hospital for like five days mm. after an operation. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. That suppository. Was, that was, way I get through it, suppository. The nurse nearly fainted. <laughs> After having to do that. <laughs> like you've been given like you've given birth. Oh my god. Mm. Yeah, anyway. Um there's been a lot of stuff going on in the show over the last couple of days. Uh I want to get to some of that. Uh tonight's show, former Titans coach and a Roosters Roosters assistant for next year, Justin Holbrook will be having a chat to uh to you and I. If we get time, we might have Tommy Weaver, uh the Gold Coast Titans. Debutant. We debuted last week uh, against the Panthers. You and I were both at that game. Mm. I didn't know you were there. Mm. Um, and, of course, you've probably got more of a reason to be there than me. But, um, yeah, he was okay. But I tell you what, there's uh, you and Rat caught up with him. And if we get the chance to play it tonight, we will because it's a very interesting chat with the young Great fella. kid. What was interesting from the chat, and I loved how open and candid he was when asked about playing against Nathan Cleary. Did you learn anything from him? You know, and... And he says he did, watching him on the field at times when he could focus on his opposition number seven. 
uh, he learned some things that he's he's going to take into his game. So it's actually a it's a really good discussion with with uh, the young fellow. He's he's been knocking on the door all year, even though he's a young man. But um, I, I think we're going to see a fair bit of him. Yeah, yeah, for many years. Yeah, right. Um, he's got a lot lot of improvement in his game. Well, he's only young. It's his, yeah, but it's I know his that. Debut, I know so. that. Yeah, I understand. I'm not saying that he's you know he shouldn't play the game again, mm. but. I mean, what a what a team to debut against. Well, he's, he's got <laughs> Melbourne this way. Oh, is he? <laughs> wow. In Melbourne. Yeah, it's not good. Hey, listen, what's happened to my mate Glenn whilst I've uh, been away for about a week? Uh, on what will be this, my last ever 603 text follow. Oh, good. Uh, followed by my last ever Waratah West Wacky Wednesday with Glennie. Please have both the manners and respect. So firstly, don't keep me on hold for 17 minutes well, we gave and allow some, me to finish my call under up. What happened? We, we gave him some advice last night because even Steve, <laughs> one of his greatest supporters, even said last night yeah. he needs some work on his material because... Did he drop his piece of paper again? No, he's got to come in hard. He's got to come in with some hard-hitting yep. news first. That's good advice. And then taper off. But what he tried to do last night is he tried to just start soft and continue soft. What, what rubbish was he talking got, about? He got cut off very early. Who cut him off? Daddy Vass. Good work, Daddy. Well done. Mm. Just when I was worried about him getting past probation, look, yep. he's back in again. Mm. Hey, I'm hearing all this stuff today. Uh, Simon Orchard, by the way, from uh, Greyhounds, New South Wales. Um, he's got some tips for us at Wendy Park tonight. Remember, you win some, you lose more. Um, uh, I chat to him today, and even he's talking about rat. I know you talked about barbecues last night. I heard well, it was on car. the back of Luke Brooks receiving a barbecue. That's and right. There's an explanation why he got a barbecue. And I think it's fair enough. But what's this about rat secret sauce See, or something yeah, for a barbecue? You, you wouldn't have heard it because everyone's talking about it. So last well, night, they are. sorry, mate, I was having a, a thirteen dollar palmy. Yeah. At the footy club. Well, see, last night he was talking about. We're talking about what you love putting on your barbie. Like some people are saying skewers and some were saying just sausages. What do you like putting on the barbie? I'm a rump steak man. Just Yeah. Just boring. I'm pretty basic. Yeah, absolutely. Bit of salt and Daddy pepper. Daddy Bass says he loves a sausage. He's all over a sausage. <laughs> he loves. I've never met a man who loves a sausage more. Yeah, yeah. loves it. Thick, yeah. long, doesn't matter. He likes those South African curly ones. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Bullivals. That's it. Yeah. But what? rat. Rat has a, has a secret for barbecue when it comes to to your condiments, what you put on your sauce, your toppings. So if you just push that button there that we prepared for you earlier. Can I just throw out, uh, there's a yep. barbecue sauce out there if you can get it. It's, it's a horrible name. It's called meat juice. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm telling you, get this barbecue meat sauce, juice. meat juice. You sure it's not you an adult shop or something? It's not a... Sort of product you buy for porn website. Put a bit of meat juice on your sausage and you will absolutely lose your mind. Oh, I'm telling you. That'll do me, Gus. I'm, just, I'm telling you. That is unbelievable. He just said put meat sauce on <laughs> Meat juice. That's Daddy Vance. Meat juice. Just losing it. Losing. What's he talking about? So it's just, And so when he got home last night, he sent a photo to me of, of this his bottle meat of meat, meat juice. And that's what it's called. It's called meat juice. Now, there were some listeners that went and Googled meat juice. No, don't do that. No, yeah. Don't do it at work. Well, no, exactly. But Rat said, don't Google meat juice. Google meat juice barbecue sauce. <laughs> so the listeners, when they did Google, of course, when they say, you know, don't look at that, all of a sudden you look yeah, at it. Yeah, yeah. And then you get yeah, reminded so, about it all exactly. day. Exactly. Yeah, that's yeah. happened to me once or twice before. Um, I've got a That's Ridiculous just to kick off the show uh, really quickly before we get into the big news around... South Sydney, no doubt everyone wants to lay the boots into the poor old rabbitos. But 
Who ate my bloody noodles? Oh, last week I left a packet of two-minute noodles mm-hmm. on my desk yep. in my office. Yeah. I've got top secret information in there. In the noodles? No, in my office. Okay, yeah. Someone's gone in mm. and stolen my noodles. Okay. Who was it? Well, don't, I'm not going to give anyone up. I want to hire the Scott Sattler investigative firm. The what? Is that the, you know? Yeah. I want you I want you I want your best PR PI guy on this. Okay. Who stole my noodles? I want to find out. Because I would come in today to have them for lunch. Mm. Going, oh yeah, I got those noodles at work. That's not Can't that's wait. not lunch for you. That's a it's, snack. Well it no. is. It's little lunch. Who ate them? Was no. it you? No, well no, it wasn't me. But I I shan't be telling you or giving you any evidence. I know, I'll work it out. I don't do that with a teammate. Daddy, I don't, I don't Daddy, throw come them in for a minute, mate. Oh, not the season to work out. Is it? Daddy won't lie because he's, uh, he's on probation. Mm. Daddy, come in for a sec, mate. Grab a mic. Did you mm-hmm. eat my two-minute noodles? Negative. Are you lying to me? No. No. I, well, you I, like I, sausage. I, I indulge in better snacks than that. Mm. Right. What, brown rice? Yeah. Well, where I, is my brown rice, by the way? I owe you a packet. I'll get you some. <laughs> oh, well, wow. There you go. But I didn't steal it, did I? But you just tried no, to ask you, it. I yeah, asked to. Did ask, yeah. Yeah, yeah. thank you. You've thrown an accusation out that someone took your new noodles and you've taken someone else's. No, no. There's food. a big difference. I approached Cohen and said, can I, make, can I get a thing of that brown rice of yours and I'll replace it? And I haven't done it yet and I'll do it tomorrow. Uh, you did take it, didn't you? I did not. I didn't take it. So I, wrapped I, it. I can confirm. Did he or not? I can confirm. I went to the bathroom. I came back and I saw hot water in noodles on the lounge. And who was eating it? I didn't see anyone eat. It was oh, brewing. Bull. It was brewing. So was you, brewing. you basically you basically give you've <laughs> shut out half the people that could be could be. Was it rat or not? Just suspects. be honest. Just be honest. I'm not, I didn't see well, who okay, it was. Okay, well, you sats. Is it? You don't go and eat other people's food, mate. I think you've got to go through as as the manager. Okay, and look through all the human resources that come through this studio. And then you start no, con- no, no. conducting your interviews. There you go. It's too healthy for the boys from from the racing show. They the wouldn't drive drivers. They wouldn't. It's not deep fried. Yeah. So I can rule them out instantly. Yeah. It's it's you. It's abs- It's you. Is it me? Yeah, it's you. Okay. Well, if you're not going to give up, whoever it was, ever it's point you. me again, I'll, I'll. It's you. I'll break your finger. <laughs> Don't get aggressive. <laughs> I can't believe it. Are you? Th- it was a rattle. You. I'm Just not, be honest. I'm not saying. Okay. Anything. Well, it was you then? Okay. Well, you I can blame me if you like. Okay. Well, I'm blaming you because you did it. Did I? There's well, one word. It's called defamation. <laughs> what? Over a pack of noodles. Seriously. Well, then. You, well, you, you think it's serious enough to bring it up on a live radio show. Sam Burgess has left South. <laughs> he I didn't don't, steal him. I don't, I don't know how an assistant coach leaving a footy club is big news, but here's Blake Solly, the CEO of the Rabbitohs, talking about it earlier. Sam's got a fair bit on at the moment. He's about uh, His partner Lucy's about to give birth in the next few weeks um, to a baby. Um, he's getting more and more involved in terms of preparing for Warrington and the head coach role there and um, recruitment and retention for next season and even having um, some discussions with the team there now to try and ensure that they finish the season in the strongest possible fashion. So they're the two major um, reasons why um, Sam and the club agreed today. It was in the everyone's best interest that he is allowed to focus on those two items. Well, that's an agreement, I suppose, Sam and the, and the club and Jason Demetrio and Blake Solly have come to. I've got to say, it, it hurts as a, you know, the club that, that you love has got some instability involved. And I, I'll show, I, I suppose the efforts on the field and the results on the field are, are reflecting that, that there is a lack of connection in that 
playing group at the moment. Yeah, after 10 or 11 rounds, they were leading the comps house. Of course, they had a lot of injuries, and, and one of those was their one of their best players was out for a long period of time, extended period of time. Well, their but, best player. Yeah, so, I mean, in saying that, um, they have had a lot of disruption throughout the season, but they still had a good enough playing group to be to be up the, the NRL ladder more so. And what the only thing that's been holding back has been some disconnect within the group. And I think what's well, played out... What do you out, mean by disconnect? Uh, can't they just be in bad form and, and lacking confidence, which their coach actually said today? No, no, lacking... no, not when you've got the experience they've got. There's, you know, there's, there's so many things to winning and that, that play a part. And I suppose... So I, why would it only be disconnect? What, what I'm reading behind what happened, what's happened with Sam is that, um, is that there's really just been a clash of standards and difference in coaching philosophies. And, I, and the head coach is always going to win that battle. Because he's the head coach. Mm. Um, now, whether you know, Sam has has got some concerns around some of the leading players not driving standards, which you've got to do as a senior player, you've got to drive standards and you've got to continue to lift those standards and, and expect everyone else to follow. And if he feels though that they're not they're not lifting those standards within the club, and he's addressed those standards, um, well, Jason Demetrio as a head coach probably has a completely different philosophy about that because at this time of year there's there's some coaches that believe you've got to lift the intensity as you leave in, lead into the finals. There's some that feel as though you take your foot off the throttle a little bit if there's a lot of pressure on the group. And that's where coaching philosophies can sometimes cross the paths. And, and I mean, South, South obviously have to, they have to play a line. They have to make a statement and they have to try and make it as, 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 as less blood as possible to flow. And I know you're waiting for me to finish so you can talk. Yeah, you won't let me talk. Yeah, but... Um, but there's obviously been a, a, a clash of standards, a clash of beliefs about how the playing group should be run. And, and if that's the case, the head coach is always going to win that role. And it's probably best if, if they're not seeing eye to eye with standards that, that one has to probably depart. Well, one would think, though, that Sam Burgess should fall into line under Jason Demetrio and support the way that the headed coach handles the talent yeah, in ab- the club. Absolutely, absolutely. But also, He's just the assistant coach. Coach. Yeah, but but honestly, assistant coaches are also there to challenge the head coach if if they feel as though things are are not going the way that that they know things can go if they've tasted success before. So you don't have assistant coaches to fall in line and just be disciples. Your assistant no, coaches they are discuss people. It people and then, when you need to be challenged, you need to be challenged. But they can agree to disagree, Absolutely. and at the end of the yeah. day, it's it's Jason Demetrio's neck on the line. Yeah, it's his club. It's well, his footy team. Well, that's so, what I'm saying. That's why yeah. the head coach wins that. He wins that battle. So, and hence why it's probably the best decision for all parties that um, that Sam no longer stays at the club. Now he is going to Warrington anyway. Mm. Um, I, I'm a little bit, I'm, I'm upset that he's not going to be there through the finals if they make the finals. South. Yep. I'd like him to be there because he's got a heavy presence within the playing group. He's yep. got a great connection with a, a a large portion of that playing group and. Yeah, it's. I'm, I'm but a little, they'll, they'll I'm a little carry on. Yeah, they'll, they'll, no man is bigger than a club. No, no, I'm not saying they are. But, so, or but, woman in, in with the NRLW. But, he, but I mean, he's a legend of the club, and and he, he'll always be that. Sats. Yeah, he'll never lose that. And Jason Demetrio said he's welcome at the club anytime. Blake Solly said that as well. And I, again, I, I get that, and and South have to say that, and South would. They don't have to say. South that at would all. welcome him back with open arms, but you would think there would be a little bit of uh, discontent from maybe the from Sam, the way that he feels as though that maybe his opinion isn't warranted. Um, he's just, a, his role is an assistant coach. I understand 
He's a legend of the club, but his role is to be the assistant coach. If you don't like the way the head coach is doing something, then you either put up with it or you leave. That's what we're talking about. And, and, but it's just this, but it's, we wouldn't be discussing this if there's another club, mate. Honestly, it's this week. It's the turn to dig to kick kick south while they're down, and they are. Latrell's performance on the weekend, as pointed out by Braith and Astro on NRL 360, mm. really opened up my eyes. And I was defending Latrell to my mates and that, and I saw that and I went, "Wow, that's damning." That video, those videos he showed, they were damning. Well, that's what we call standards. Yeah, and I get that. Mm. I, I absolutely get that. Um, but he's not the lone ranger when it comes to players out of form at that club right now. Yeah, and there aren't too many blokes who can put their hand up and go, I'm playing the best football yeah, of my life. Yeah, but your leading player needs to... Well, Cam Murray is doing that, mate. He's the captain and he's the leader. Yeah, but you're using Luttrell as an example. where Luttrell... He's a senior player. Yeah, he's but not Luttrell the leader. is seen as the player, but he is seen as the player. Correct me if I'm right. He's he's seen as the player, so you've got to you've got to be able to 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 be. What do you mean, the le- player that everyone turns to? Every club's got a player they turn to. Well, I, I'd be turning to my skipper before anyone else. Yeah, well, your skipper's not always the player everyone turns to. Well, in, in the he's, case of Cam Murray, is I mean, what did he have to say in a meeting about Latrell? Well, he questioned Latrell's effort areas, and that's what your captain does. But when the game's on the line, who are you looking to? I'm looking to the bloke next to me, to be honest. Well, I don't have time to look around for Latrell Mitchell. I'm looking at the bloke next to me to make sure we are all doing what is required, whether you're a senior every player. Club, every club's got one player that they look to when a game is in the handles, like wondering which way it's going to go. And every team's got one. And for South, it's Latrell. South's got more than one, mate, to be honest. Yeah, but, but there's one player that, that everyone expects. So when you're sitting there I'd watching I'd expect South, Cam Murray more than anyone else. Yeah, he's probably not the one that's going to, you know, score a try or have a hand in a big try. He's you don't get, think so? He's going to get through a massive workload. He's going to get a quick play of the ball. Righto. But on the back of that, you're looking for someone like a Cody or a Latrell to be able to pull the, pull the trigger. Um, yeah, for at the Roosters, it could be a it's a James Tedesco. You're looking for him to be backing up through the middle when someone makes a break and be there and um, take that last pass and score under the goalpost. Yeah, everyone's got that player. Melbourne, it's Munster. You're looking for him. And for South, it's, it's Latrell. And, and whether Sam feels as though that those effort areas and those standards aren't being driven by a player like Luttrell. Um, and obviously, Jace Demetrio disagrees with that. And if they do disagree, like I'm saying, mm. the head coach wins the battle, as he should. Right. And then results will come down to it. Okay. Mm. Right. Thank yeah. you. What do you think? 0457 736 736 for Cobra and the State. Premium Australian extra virgin olive oil. Uh, just very, very quickly... Uh, off the back of this, John, mm. John Morris, who survived apparently today. Well, they need to have someone in the <coughs> coaching team. You don't really. <laughs> uh, apparently, he was going to be shot today as well. If you listen to the journos, uh, but apparently he survived and he will return to the Tigers as an assistant coach from 2024. Cobram Estate, Australia's most awarded extra virgin olive oil grown, harvested and first cold pressed in northern Victoria. Break time. When we come back, we'll get to your calls and your texts. Oh, no, actually... Justin Holbrook. What do you want to do? Do you want to talk to Titsy next or you want to get some calls and text? No, let's, calls and text. Let's do that next. Yeah, yeah. This is Sports Day. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. And World Gym. Trained for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. We're back for World Gym. Trained for the sport you play. 
building the next generation of legends. And Kia. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is oh. Sports Day. Yeah, no, don't say that one. Hello, welcome back to it. Uh, Scotty Sattler, Jason Matthews We here shan't tonight. be making our own Sports Day meat juice. Double eight double three is our text number if you're in NZ or 0457 736 736. I want to hear from someone from North Island. Okay. Mount Monganui. And look, for those getting into me on the text already, I, 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 not defending Latrell's performance the other day, after seeing that video from that was on NRL 360, I, I agree. I, <laughs> yeah, I can't even, can't even defend it. Can I All say, I'm saying is that an assistant coach today has, is leaving a club. Is it that big a deal? That's all I'm saying. Well, he's, he's high profile. So the high Most profile. assistant coaches are high profile. Not really. Dan from Brizzy, you've got uh, something you want to say about Latrell, mate. Yeah, g'day, fellas. How are you? Yeah, good, Dan. Good, mate. Hey, uh, yeah, I've never rung in. I usually listen in the afternoon, so I'm not sure who the bloke is with your stats, but somebody give him some noodles. He <laughs> seems like he's hungry. I am hungry. I mean, you know what? You know what happens when you're hungry? You get angry and you I get am. a little bit unreasonable. Exactly. Dan, so, uh, I am, I'm hangry, I mean, mate. Hey, cool, man. Seriously, I mean, like, how are you even arguing that Latrell's not the go-to guy? I mean, I mean, yeah, all right, Cam Murray is the captain. He's the bloke that you look to for effort, yada, yada, yada. But Latrell's the money man all day of the week. I mean, we all know that. I, you know, and the efforts, as you saw, were just atrocious. So, I, yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't... I I'd yeah. say Cody I Walker... Cody Walker's a guy I'd look to as well, not just Latrell. I think there's... Many players at South. And Greg from Campbelltown on the text makes a very good point. Looking for Tr- Latrell, what, 30 metres behind play? Yeah, well, I mean, he, he wasn't even running in as a support player. Yeah, you know, I, I, I can't defend that. It's, 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 yeah, it's, indefend- it's indefendable, man. And, I mean, honestly, somebody buy you some noodles and you might get... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Dan, I missed the end of that. Thanks for being Oh, Dan, you're back. All right. You Broncos supporter, Dan? Uh, Parramatta, mate. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Wow. What? Yeah. You haven't got anyone to look to. No, exactly. Mitchell's out for the season, so, yeah, it's all over. But you get that, so... Hey, Sats and I were talking about this before we came on air tonight. How good's his year been, though? Yeah, he's been outstanding. Seriously. Yeah, he's outstanding. Yeah. Unbelievable. All right, Dan, have a good day, hey, Dan, mate. really quickly, should oh. Brett Kenny be an immortal? Oh, God, don't do that. <laughs> no, Wally, Wally. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. I, I named my boy Lewis after the king, all right? Yeah. All right, mate. Thanks, mate. Thanks for the Take call, it. Dan. Cheers, See you, mate. Bye. Sorry, Steve. See ya. Sorry, Steve. Sorry, Steve. We had to throw that in. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, God, jeez, I've got a choice of two calls here. Uh, Mark from Quakers Hill, how are you, mate? G'day, Sats. G'day, Woogie, how are you? Good, Good mate. Mark. What's happening? Good. Well, just about to get my daily exercise, taking my two big German Shepherds out for a run. They run me ragged, so the amount of yards I run with them in a week, I reckon I could outdistance Latrell on the pitch. Mm. But um, in terms of... In terms of food, I reckon uh, if you guys were in a Macca's with Stevie J- Johnson from the driver's seat, I reckon you'd be uh, hanging out for some food for a few hours because he'd be devouring everything inside loves with Stevie it. J. Absolutely loves it. Yeah, sure does. Sure absolutely does. love it. Yeah, absolutely. All right, thanks, uh, Mark from Quakers Hill. Uh, oh, God. Glenn? You can't do that. What? Hello. 
Hello, Justin. Hello, Sats. Hey. Hello, Glenn. Your listening and support staff. Glenn with one end. Firstly, thanks. Thanks, Steve from Dubbo. Danger from Cairns. Occasionally, Shano, when you haven't been on the drink. Thanks for all your love and support. And a huge apology to Dougal when these clowns not allowing me to congratulate Mate, no, what just... was the advice you gave him last night? He, I thought he started off really strong then. What, he's thanking people who don't even give a start? Doesn't matter, he, he started off strong. Can you see if he's still there, please? <laughs> yeah, I'm still here. <laughs> <laughs> I love how Dougal took home 610k on Million Dollar Minute. Well done, Dougal. All right. Uh, game, set, and match. Nadal on winning the first race in... Oh, I've had enough. Seriously. <laughs> what is him. he talking... Nadal winning the first race in Sydney. I love him. Uh, Moses is a joke from 449 on the SMS. What's that? Oh, Moses has had a great year. He's had a good year, Moses. He's great in origin. He silenced a few critics. Uh, zero two. Oh, this breathalyzer says, just tuned into your show, boys, while cooking tea. Mm. What are you cooking, breathalyzer? I can't believe Woogie calls that calls Glenn a bore. There's only a half. <laughs> breathalyzer, what are you? He's bagging you. What are you cooking, breathalyzer? Right, yeah. Thanks, breathalyzer. Great text. Uh, 0457 736 736. Uh, Dunny wants to know if I'm all right, if I'm sweet. He says, I'm a rabbit. We're not doing well. No, we're not, mate. And you know what? Everybody's taking joy in digging the boots into the mighty club that you, South Sydney well, is, including you, Scott Sattler. I'm not digging the boots in because... Are you fence-sitting this week? Well, I always fence-sit with South because, one, I love Jason Dimitri. I think Blake Solly's the best CEO in the competition. Um, I'm a big fan of Cody's. I, I love what Latrell does, and I've seen so much of what he does off the field as well and how great he is and connected he is with the fans and the community. You can't question him at all. And the, I suppose the reason why, because we're not used to seeing this at South, I think since Michael Maguire came into the job, what, 2012, there's been a lot of stability at the club. Yeah, yep. um, Anthony Seabold left, and yeah, Michael Maguire left, but they've always been internally, they've been... They've been pretty solid, solid foundations. So I suppose when one of the club legends uh, has had to leave the club before they're about to potentially make the semis and they've got to beat the Roosters to do that, it, it is. It's a, bit of a, it's a bit of a shock leading into the finals. But you've got to separate the club legend from the assistant coach, mate. Uh, you yeah, have no, to. No, I 100% agree with you. 100% you've agree. You've got to separate but, the two. But at the end of the day, he's still a strong link to that club and has got some strong links to the playing group as well. So. Rooster Muzz wants to know, uh, I don't know, he said, did he get to Dan Murphy's early today? <laughs> Break time. When we come back, the man who has not been at Dan Murphy's, he's having a gap half year. Justin Holbrook, <laughs> the former... Uh, senior coach, the head coach of the Titans, joins us next on Sports Day. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. And World Gym. Trade for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. He's out from the try line. Holbrook, Holbrook gets a try on Boo. The halfback scoots over. And they've eventually scored after 66 minutes. Newcastle get try number one. There it is. 1999, that was. Jeez, that's out of the archives. They would have had to dust that one off. How many try? Oh, let's introduce him, first of all. The the man who's going to the Roosters as assistant coach next year, Justin Holbrook, joining us on Sports Day. How many did you um, How many did you score, Titsy? Oh, too, too many to remember, boys. Too many. <laughs> I, remember you, I remember, was it 
Can you remind me, is it 2000, Justin, when I think there were some Origin players out, you were you took over from Joey, and you played the Broncos at New Marathon one day, and you absolutely Ooh. destroyed them. Was that 2000 or 99? Jeez, it's great to talk to you, Blake. So, this is awesome. Yeah, it was 2000, mate. Yeah, I had, um, yeah, that was a great day, actually. Uh, I remember telling the story. A week's a long time in rugby league. So, um, obviously, the Knights fans are very passionate. There was a, a full stadium up there at Newcastle. I think we were down um, oh, about 14 oh, or something half time. Ended up winning 24 20. And, um, yeah, a few things come off for me in the second half. I got me in a match and uh, it was fantastic. And then, the next week, Joey had come back after Origin. We had to play Canberra away down in Canberra, and they had horrendous weather, so they moved the reserve mate game over to Seaford on its own <laughs> and ran out in front of nobody and got beat by 50. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh. real, good, real good reality check about a week's a long time. In <laughs> oh, good yeah. stuff, good stuff. Now, um, have you been able to sit back and just watch the game just as a, as a true fan? Titsy over the, the recent weeks, or are you still sitting there and dissecting and strategizing as a hand, with that coach's mentality? Oh, I think, well, it's been a, a bit of a whirlwind time, so a little bit of everything, to be honest. Early on, it was, it was tough, um, really hard, and then uh, once, obviously, I worked out what I was doing and where I was going, which is obviously you know, to the Roosters now for next year, It's it's been great the last week. There's been a lot of... Um, I weight off the shoulders, so to speak, and uh, really clear. And now I can um, sort of knuckle down now what I'm doing, and um, yeah, plan plan for next year, which is great. I, I thought you handled handled yourself really well, um, Titsy. A, lo- a little bit like Anthony Griffin when mm. um, when he left the Brisbane Broncos and the Penrith Panthers, and and I think that I think that proves to people that you've got a really good human being, and and because of that, there are other opportunities that arise straight away. And and I talk of the Roosters, the Bulldogs, and there was rumours, if we're, if we're reading them right, that the UK was a possible option as well. You've been at the Roosters before. What made you return to the Roosters? Yeah, I think um, knowing that I had been there, so it's been seven years, obviously, since I've been there. And um, when I uh, was at the Roosters, I learned a lot the first time. I'd be grateful for the opportunity to, to work at the club and then went over to England to St Helens and back here to the Gold Coast and uh, been in nearly four years. So, um, yeah, as you said, it was nice to have a, a bit of interest with a, with a few options. I came close to coming back to England. Um, obviously had a great time uh, over there, loved it. Um, that, that was a real consideration. And um, I didn't like, all the, obviously, the, the talk about where I was going to go. No one likes speculation. Mm. It was great to finally get it sorted, but um, I guess just talking to, to Trent Robinson a few times and, and having a chat about the Roosters, where they're at, where they want to get to, and obviously um, you know, he's, he's a great coach, and, and they're a great club, and you know, they don't want to be down, they don't, you know, they're not happy with where they sit, and um, he obviously had a few chats around things, and I can, I can add some real benefit there, and, and I got excited about that opportunity, so that's probably how it come about. I know how Trent works, he's very challenging as a coach, which is great for myself, um, I feel like I can really help him, but also, also um, I'm going to learn a lot again, so I think it's, um, it just seemed right in the end, there was, as you said, a couple of options there, but it just felt right to to choose to go back to the Roosters. Might be too early to ask you this, Justin, but do you still, after what's happened at the Titans, you 
you still got the desire to be the head coach or right now it's just the perfect time to be an assistant for you? Oh, no, def- definitely would love another crack at the head coach. And, uh, but I'm in no rush for that, you know. I don't want to be coming out saying I want to do that. But I just feel, um, yeah, it'd be, be great to, to get another opportunity. I think what we're sort of building here, I felt we're on the right track. I was sort of building long term, which is probably a thing you, you've got to learn quickly around. You know, you want to get things locked in quicker. And I think the fact that we've signed all the players long term, there was a lot of good things happening here. It's given me a lot of confidence that you know, I was doing a lot of things well. So that's, that's um, I guess, the upside. Um, but for the here and now, more than happy to, to get back and just play play my role in, in what's needed for the Roosters and, um, yeah, get another opportunity down the, down the track. Did you have to convince the family uh, to leave the? the well, I think you're on Hedges Avenue at Mermaid yeah. Beach there in your yeah. mansion. <laughs> how, how hard is it to convince the family to move to Bondi, mate? Well, if I was ever living there, I wouldn't be leaving myself. So I'm definitely for anyone that's listening. I do not live there. Um, but look, any, anywhere in the Gold Coast is a great place to live, as we know. And look, it was probably harder on the family. They're the ones that are in the community, especially in the Washington was running around the kids everywhere. They're all playing rugby league and ice tag and touch footy and everything. So it was probably, um, yeah, for myself, I was just sort of only had the, the work friend type of thing and, and that was my job, whereas, you know, a lot harder for them being out in the community. So, um, yeah, but anyway, um, look, down in Sydney, still a great place to live. And, and um, yeah, so happy happy wherever. Um, you know, we're living in England, so, um, you know, <laughs> It's, it's harder when they get older, that's for sure. I'm, I'm learning that now. Um, but that goes with the territory of the, of the job we're in. So, um, yeah, we'll, we'll get back down there and, and get on with it. If we had to interview your beautiful wife about being the wife of a rugby league coach, hmm. what would she say? Would she say it's just an absolute roller coaster? We don't know where we're going to be any given time? Uh, well, I guess so. Yeah, I mean, you don't think that when you when you're the head catcher, something sort of planning on 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 being in there, and you feel like it's sort of your club and you're, you're developing it. But um, when it gets flipped on its head, you just got to accept that. Yeah, look, a couple of things. I guess you got to be easy going as a as a partner. Luckily, she is and <laughs> adaptable and um, all those things. And probably to live with me, you got to be that anyway, whether I was a catcher or not. So <laughs> that's the part. So. <laughs> but um, yeah, all, all all a good adventure, I guess that's for sure. Yeah, good stuff. Now, Sammy Burgess confirmed during the week, uh, Titsy or Justin, that um, that he's going to be coaching the Warrington Wolves. They're well, sitting about fifth or sixth at the moment in the UK Super League. Is that a good grounding for him if he wants to one day return to the NRL as a potential head coach? Oh, look, I definitely think it is. You know, as I mentioned earlier, for myself, um, I, I felt. For my own career, I, I had to go over there. Obviously, look different for him. He had a, a great playing career. I didn't, so I feel. But to earn yourself the right, I think as a coach, I think it's the best um, way to go. There's all different puzzles, and I don't not here to say one's better than the other. But I think to go over there and, and coach your own team, I think it's easy to um, sort of be an assistant here. And um, but I think to get your you know your own head coach you're over there, you're coaching your own team, you're responsible for all the all the roles of the head coach over there with a bit less pressure than there is on you here. I think there's the same amount of pressure in terms of um, the job. Um, as you both know, the passion, the, the fans over there is, is probably bigger than here, but I guess the media is a lot bigger here. So 
Um, they both got strengths and weaknesses in two comps, but I think it's it's a good move if that's the path that he wants to take um, to to go over there and catch his own side. And look, Origin, that's what appealed to me. They, they've actually never won Super League, so that was um, you know they're a, a well-resourced club over there that, that aren't quite hitting the mark. They they started this year on fire. I think they won the first yeah. eight games and they were Premiership favourites to win Super League and. Unfortunately, for one reason or another, back half of the year, you know, the opposite's happened. They've been struggling and um, looking for a change. So, um, yeah, you get a good opportunity there at Warrington um, to, to be successful over there. So, the Penrith Panthers, and I've got to say, I thought this year they might have had a bit of a, a dip, losing Viliami Kikau and Api Karoi, Sow and Co, uh, Justin. But I, I've got to say, they're probably one of the best defensive units I've seen for many, many years, and that's obviously that's that's improved with time being together for so long. But if a, if a club's planets align, if they all align on the day, and you had to look at the clubs that are going to be vying for the premiership this year, who's a club that can seriously challenge them? Mate, your statement was spot on. So I think I was the same at the start of the year, missing. I thought kick out Coruscant. I thought perfect. You know, Penrith have come back <laughs> to the pack and. Um, look, I think a lot of clubs were probably struggling from the World Cup, to be honest, with a bit of a hangover, the Cowboys and other. And I know they're still fighting to make the eight, the Cowboys themselves. But I think, as you both know, it's a lot more even the competition. But then Penrith, as you said, defensively they are just so they're so good. You know, um, they just they they just strangle sides again. Um, look, but to answer your question, Brisbane are the ones, aren't they? They they you know those two sit at the top and. Penrith defensively are a mile better than everybody else, and we all know that's what wins competitions. But, um, you know, Brisbane's attack is just so potent. They are, they have got strike all over the field, and, and they're obviously good defensively themselves. So, look, I think those two sit clear at the top with four rounds to go for a reason. But I think, um, you know, Penrith, uh, Brisbane's ability to attack from, you know, from all over the field, and they got the master and Adam Reynolds conducting it. So then you got Reese Walsh and Ezra Man run threats, and then such a young pack that have gone through now. What sort of we've gone through here at the Titans, where they kept that same guys together that were a bit young and a bit inexperienced and inconsistent at NRL that have now gone through that. So you're paying us back, Gary and Tom Fogler, they've now sort of come through that, uh, I guess, youth stage and getting a lot of games under their belt that can really get it right at the back end of the year. So they're, they're probably, obviously, the ones at the moment that, that look the ones that trouble Penrith at the end of the year. Yeah, I think Billy Slater summed it up really well. If you try and play Penrith at Penrith game, they'll just absolutely crush mm. you. So they've got that sense of unpredictability, the Broncos. Before we let you go, Justin Holbrook. Now, do you miss the days of being a, rent- a restaurant owner back in <laughs> 2001? I didn't even know about this. This is brilliant. Yeah, honestly, one of the greatest stakes ever. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't, mate. No, uh, I'm very fortunate to be involved in rugby league HC. Um, uh, it's, it's a lot easier. Well, depending on what day you ask me. But uh, Give us the backstory. So we're though, all so. sitting around training one day and we're all saying, you can't get a really good reef and beef in Penrith. Because <laughs> it's in Penrith. Well, of course. No, yeah. no, no nice prawns out of the exactly. pan. Exactly. Right, so, so one, Justin Holbrook, who's our halfback, yeah. first grade halfback, he's sort of sitting there and he thinks, there's an opportunity here. I've got a lot of hungry young men. Bang. So he went and opened up this little restaurant, and I've got to say, it was bang on. It was, had a great reef and beef. It was outstanding. Oh, mate, it was, 
it was always fantastic to have Tass pop in, that's for sure. And um, probably played a part in that famous tackle you made, mate, a couple of years later. <laughs> <it's>, uh, <laughs> and Titsy used to walk around. Healthy, mate, eating right. Justin used to walk around and say, listen, do you want a Pinot Noir with that, <laughs> with that lobster or do you want a, a, a Cabernet Survey? <laughs> Jeez, the fancy stuff in Penrith. Yeah, yeah, Jeez, yeah. mate, how's that? Absolutely. Absolutely. Some of your way through it. Well thumbed up, Seth. I'm betting Sats didn't even pay for a steak either, Justin. Oh, no, he stung right? us. Don't uh, worry. Um, he stung us. I only ever come on half price night, Sats. He only ever appeared half price. Hey, listen, mate, we're, we're really happy you've got yourself a great gig with the Roosters next year as assistant coach. You deserve it. You are one of, and I'm not just saying this, one of the most not, nicest blokes in the game of rugby league. He doesn't change, does he, Good Seth? things happen to good people, Justin. Yep, absolutely. Jason. Enjoy the rest of your gap year, though, with, uh, with the family, mate. Enjoy that family time before you rip in in 2024, Justin Holbrook. Yeah, will do. Thanks, thanks for the chat, boys. Appreciate it. We're back for World Gym. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. And Kia. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back to it. Scotty Sattler, Jason Matthews here tonight. Jesus, there's a, uh, a lot of texts coming through on the text machine. 0457 736 736 or 8833 if you're in uh, New Zealand. Listening through SENZ, one here about Justin Holbrook, Seth. Greg from Campbelltown says, how did Justin get the nickname Titsy? Well, when he was a kid growing up, when he liked something, he used this particular word, mm. and that's how it just stuck with him. And he's probably got man boobs. I'm not, I can't <laughs> confirm. Uh, could you remind Justin Holbrook he never lost a game at the Chookies in 2002? He was an assist. No, that's right. He played there, yeah. Um, including a 16-12 win over your mob. Bondi Jack, uh, he went from the he went from the Panthers to the Roosters, and also g'day boys, enjoy the show. Just want to thank Justin for his service with the Titans. I met him here in Perth, 2020 at the Nines. All the best, Braden in Perth. Thanks for listening, Braden. Yeah, nice. Mm. Uh, lots of texts around the trail tonight. Yeah, hey Woogs, how's South going? Bahaha. <laughs> That's Steve. Who's that? Is that Steve? South scandal is a storm in a teacup. Absolutely, what a beat it is. up. It is absolutely. Rubber Burrow tomorrow. Hey, Wool, can you tell us how Gus's comments are going now about Latrell, you flock? Well, it worked, didn't it? Because, because Gus, Lionel, man. I mean, Gus really fired up Latrell and South, didn't he? How are the Bulldogs going, <laughs> Gus? What a joke. Uh, who's the main suspect, Sussect, in uh, Noodlegate? Do you think your investigations what? will be successful? I want to. <laughs> <laughs> I want to talk more about that soon. Got to go to a break. When we come back, more of your texts and calls. More on the Sam Burgess stuff. This is Sports Day. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. And World Gym. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. And World Gym. Trained for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. Ah, yes. Welcome back. Second hour of Sports Day. Scotty Sattler in the chair tonight with Jason Matthews. Big fight tonight, isn't there? Yeah. uh, Nikita Zoo taking on who, Sats? Jack Brubaker. So how will this pan out? I think Nikita Zoo will... Probably tag him and be too good for him, too strong for him. 
First round again? No, no, no. Jack Brubaker's been a has won a couple of belts. Where's a cowboy hat? It looks like Brokeback Mountain when he when well, he what? when he goes into the ring. What? Where's his big cowboy hat? And um, well, how's that Brokeback? But no. <laughs> what happens in the corner? So, what? so um, yeah, Nikita should beat him. But right, yeah, who who knows? The most frightening thing I've seen is not the boxers walking out. It's Pete Dell in that ridiculous suit. He looks like the wedding singer. Three th- three sizes too big for him. He's on the main and, event, isn't he? Calling yeah. it. Yeah, and the bow tie mm. like covers your entire neck, Peter. We we sent him a text going, yeah, Peter Dell like sausage. <laughs> Peter Dell, when does that suit have to go back? He mm. wrote that going Friday, so there you have it. Hey, listen, uh, big hour coming up. Uh, we're going to have uh, Simon Orchard from Greyhounds New South Wales on soon. Uh, he's got some tips for Wenty Park tonight. We're going to get through your texts. A lot of texts coming through about uh, Sam Burgess d- getting into South Sydney. Of course, I expect that from you. Uh, numerous texts where I'm being called a flog. Um, some supporting Glenn. All right, look, anyhow, we move on from that. Um, on Thanks to Polaris, Australia's number one selling side-by-side brand. Oh, That's Ridiculous is coming up real soon as well. Mm-hmm. If you've got one for us, 0457 736 736 or 8833 if you're living in uh, New Zealand and listening over there. Now, thanks to Polaris, Australia's number one selling side-by-side brand, there is another story to the whole Latrell Mitchell thing today. And Benny Davis on SENQ uh, this morning Mm -hmm. uh, has a weekly segment with Mal Meninga. And, of course, he asked Mal what he thinks about the whole Latrell Mitchell thing. How easy is it to isolate uh, an incident in a game where someone's walking? Mate, you're (laughs) exactly right. Sammy, you can cut cut footage, you can deliver stats that will favour your argument. But he's a different fullback than what everybody else is, you know. The team's not doing well, so what... They'll, they'll rally behind each other and um, they'll find a way back out of it. But this year, it's, it has been an attitude thing, in my in my opinion. They haven't worked hard enough, and it's not just Latrell. Uh, it's all of them. They haven't worked hard enough to do what they need to do on the footy field. Mm. I don't. I can't disagree with that. Um, I, I, can, I, I disagree with a little bit of it. Yeah. A bit. A bit about the walking on the field. There were there were numerous. There were numerous examples in Braitha Nasta's video footage of that. I, I, I get that. Um, I don't but, think Mal would accept it as an Australian coach if he was the fullback. I was going to ask you that. But as a centre, and we've got a text here as well. We've got a lot of texts about a, a number of things, but uh, Tommy from Sydney said Latrell is a centre, not a fullback. His best games at East and New South Wales were at centre. And Rat was saying that as well, wasn't he, Tommy, last night, is that um, I don't think Mal would accept some of the effort or lack of effort, effort areas and maybe this is the wake up Latrell just needed. Maybe it's the we're leading into the into the bye this week and leading to an important game against the Roosters, which he won't be playing for. Which is hopefully they make the finals South. If you're a South fan, and week one of the finals, he's had sort of two two weeks of going. You know what? I've, that wasn't that didn't look good for me. And it may be an anomaly. If you went back and looked at a lot of his games, would you be able to highlight as many as what we saw from Newcastle? Probably not. But the fact mm. of the matter is that it has been highlighted in one game where both he and a lot of players were poor. I've got to say that. Newcastle beat them the punch in everything they did. Yep. Um, Even scoring tries off eight tackles. They beat us at that as well. <laughs> scoring tries off balls that touch referees. They did better in the stats on that as well. But, but in saying that, like with, yep. with Mal, I don't think Mal would accept if that was highlighted in, in an Australian jersey and Latrell was playing number one, anyone was playing number one. If even if James Tedesco, which which you know he's a lot more active, Teddy than wouldn't do that. A lot of lot more fullbacks, he wouldn't accept it. 
Latrell wouldn't do it at that level. I don't know why he thinks he can do it at this level. The, the most disappointing thing, and I had even spoken to you about the suspension sats. Like, first of all, and again, yes, I'm a mad South supporter and a member. Don't ask me the number. I don't know. But I, I just, I, t- I tell you what, that, that wasn't a one-week ban, that, that elbow into the back. No, it's probably a fine. It's a fine. It's a $1,500 fine. Mm. That's what it is. If you want to send him to the bin, fine. You know, th- th- it probably deserves that because it was a stupid thing to do. And I, I, I don't know. Is, is he a, this is why I question, is he a leader at that club? Because he continues to do silly things like that in the heat of the moment. And leaders don't do that stuff, mate. Well, you've got to be able to control your emotions and use your emotions to your, to your advantage, not, not your disadvantage. And unfortunately... South at the back end of back half of this year, there's been players that have been frustrated and they've they've lashed out in ways that can affect the side. Um four four nine's been on the text. Another smother by South's coach getting rid of Sam. What's that mean? What could that possibly is he covering up something else? No, it's just it's South's statement, which which you've got to roll out as a club. You've got to protect the brand and by saying, you know, the 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 breaking relationship is an each way bet. Everyone's agreed to move on, and Sam's got these other important priorities that he's got to focus on at the moment, which is uh, Warrington and also the birth of his impending child in a few weeks. So it's a baby. It's a baby. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Referring to Blake Solly's coming yeah. to it. Yeah, like Craig's gonna. Craig from Maitland's on the phone. Let's let's get him on. Craig, how are you, mate? Yes. Good evening, Jason and Scott. Uh, as much as this will hurt you, uh, Jason, Gus Gould was right about four or five weeks about Rachel Mitchell. I say he's created at the crossroads. Do you want me to play the music, Craig? Do you want me to play the music? <laughs> well, he's got to get fitter, Jason. He's got to get fitter. Well, that's I reckon that's a load of BS. Sats, you said to me two weeks ago, we mm. had a discussion when he came back in his first game. Looked or, lean. Or three, looked lean. Mm. He hasn't chucked on a heap of weight since then. No, no, no. So what, what now all of a sudden he's unfit? Overweight, unfit, is that what we're we saying? Don't, you don't know what the effort areas are, and that's what Craig's alluding to. Like, if, if the efforts aren't there, it's either through um, lack of... Craig's gone, by Lack the way. of passion or just lack of match fitness. What do you think it is? I think it's a bit of both. I think it's more lack of match fitness to myself because I, would, I think he's a very passionate player. Well, he's demonstrated that. Mm. But why wouldn't he have passion? No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying... He's a passionate player, so I just think it's lack of, of match fitness or game fitness. And that was, a, that was a fast game on Sunday against the Knights in front of a big crowd, a lot of adrenaline involved as Eight well. Eight tackle tries. <laughs> Sats, have you – I thought when the, when the ball hits the referee, it's a dead ball. When it hits the line. Oh, when it hits the referee? Well – I thought it was a – Well, in the field of play, the interpretation is if the ball hits the, the referee, the team that's in the attacking position – Yeah. Is, but, feeds the scrum. Right. So yeah. so is it different when it hits in the in-goal area in front of 29,000 people in Newcastle? Is there, Can you confirm that there's a separate law for Newcastle and in-goal areas? Go ahead. Listen, I'm a South fan, but South didn't play like they deserved to win on the weekend. So, you... Well, the referees made sure of that, didn't <laughs> yeah. they? Seriously. There's only 8,000 officials. What are those bloody useless touch judges doing? What are they doing? Can't they count to six, for starters? What would the re- the ball hit the ref? Grant Atkins has been dropped this week, so he should be. He's in the he's in the bunker. 
for the next couple oh, of weeks. Oh, for God's sake. That's not dry. That's an elevation. <laughs> he doesn't even have to run around. He's sitting in the air con. <laughs> Uh, hi, guys. Love the show. I'm not a rabbit supporter, but all I need to do is get together, have a few beers and a barbecue. This is from 857. <laughs> and bring their grievances to the surface. They could borrow Brooks's barbecue. <laughs> yeah, nice. Nice. Woogie is a bloody legend. Thank you. You're on the source yourself. Whoever. <laughs> um, you're right, Woogs, about it not being a big deal about an assistant leaving. You're an assistant to Sats and Rat. <laughs> that's... That's cruel. Why is Steve from Dubbo turned on me? I don't know. Don't know. Lads love Latrell, but Latrell dominates in big games when he's not part of the spine. A quality player like Latrell is a centre Latrell. Love Bulldog. Yeah, you're saying you like that. Yeah, you think that's a good... You know... I'd, but they've got no fullback. I think he's a six. I'd move in... So the, where, I'd, where are you moving Cody then, all of a sudden? In the seven. So we're dropping Ilias. Well, I, I just think Ilias has still got a fair bit to learn. And his form's been off. Well, he's got a lot of friends with him as well. Oh, and that's what I tried mm. to say earlier. Mm. If they were winning, no props. Yeah, because they'd be winning because their big dogs would be standing up. Well, not necessarily. Yeah, they would. Uh, do, I haven't <laughs> seen Big Dog from NBN <laughs> who tucks kids in. Is that creepy, by the way? Yeah. A dog, a rather large dog, tucking your child into bed to say goodnight. Is that, is that, not, is that illegal? And the dog that walks on two legs continuously. I think that's strange. I, I think, think there's someone inside that that dog. What? 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 Yeah, exactly. What? Mm-hmm. I'd be checking that out. Okay, jumping Jack. Thanks for your text. He says, "Come on, Woogie. If it was the Roosters, you'd be basking in it." Oh, wouldn't I? Would. I'm not a fan of Sam Burgess, but comes across as the ultimate team man. He says he's not bigger than the club. You're right, and neither is Latrell or Cody, which is what he's been telling the head coach. What about the words that? Again, the words that Cam Murray used. Can you go a little bit more into that? In in the there was a team meeting. Was that right? Oh, there are reports that there was that uh, during a video session or a team session, whatever. That um, Latrell said words to the effect that, listen, hey guys, when I when I want the ball, give it to me. Right. More or less saying I'm seeing something. I want to I want to try and and Cam, whether it's true or not, said words to the effect. Well, you're never there. Wow. Okay. So. It publicly? Pub- in a meeting? Yeah. So, I mean, if that's true, that's it's brutal honesty and it's brutal honesty that you need from your playing, especially your senior players. You need brutal honesty. That, that's when we talk about setting standards and, and sometimes you've got to hold people accountable. And that's why I said before, if I was a South player, mm-hmm. the first person I would be looking for would be Cam Murray. Well, I'd be looking forward to Cam Murray being the person that pulls everyone in the line. Um, I wouldn't expect that from Cam Murray. If that is true... Well, that's the reason why he's captain. Absolutely, yeah. Well, that's why they identified him. That's why I'm signing up again next year. What's Done. your number? I can't remember. I don't know. What my, why do I have to know what my member number is? Well, if you're a true fan, you know your membership number. I'm still trying to pay off the bloody the frame for that jersey <laughs> you gave me, which is signed by Sam Curry. <laughs> that's Latrell, not a six. Are you serious, Centre? Or Tari, old bar captain. That's from four four nine. I think I think he'd be I think he'd be good at six. Yeah, well, I've I'll never heard, what, I've never even thought of that. I tell you what, if I was a if I was a back rower trying to identify the opposition five eight to try and get easy yards, you're going to get sat on your backside. So um, here's a good one from John. John from Harrington Park. Hey boys, the eight tackle try took the spotlight off the blatant forward pass. In the lead up from Young, yeah, I we were Souths were hard done by in Newcastle. Oh, 
Like, seriously. Uh, mate, when was the last time you scored a try? Uh, the, the, the referee gets kicked in the shins with the ball and goes, try. This is not a – you know, though, I love South more than anyone. Okay, I was well, conceived in the red fern oval dressing sheds. It started with that tool, Gus, two weeks ago, <laughs> and it's been a pile on since. He's fired you up, hasn't he? Mm. What about this one? Puffball from Pappas. <laughs> Hashtag laugh out loud South club in crisis. Oh, shut up, Puffball. Brad the owl. But you know owls' mo- eyes can't move? No. <laughs> I don't yeah, care. They've got to move their heads. They can't move their eyes. Brad the owl. But they don't have necks, do they? If this is happening at the Roosters, you'd, be, you'd call it disconnect, Woogie. Pull oh, your head in. Souths are in trouble. Well, they're in trouble when you look at where they are on the ladder and they've got the – basically just it's, – it's quite a simple equation, isn't it? You've got to beat the Roosters to play finals. And I tell you what, what's happened leading into the, the bye this week, well, it's perfect timing for it to happen at the club. Can Souths beat Latrell? I can beat the Roosters without Latrell. Yeah, sorry, Rooster Muzz, Bondi Jack. But I think they can. Roosters are they're coming good at the right end of the season. Sam Walker looks looks like he'll you know he's going to play the back end of the season as well. Mm, so mm. they got the West Tigers this week. Um, yeah, they can. South can. Yeah, right. Okay. I, I think possibly they can because of what's going to what's happened in the last twenty four hours. Deep down in my ample stomach. Yep. I believe. Is that because it's got no noodles in it? <laughs> That's right. You know, don't even start me on that. I believe South have blown their chance to make the finals. If if that's is of course the the Cowboys Play and the Panthers. Roosters win the next two games. Now that'll come down to whether the Panthers rest plays in the last round, right, against the Cowboys, mm. and probably got the right to do that. But I I, I think South, I, oh, mate, I, I don't think we're going to make the eight, and I I don't think we're gonna, I think we're going to lose to the Roosters, given the form they're in, <laughs> and given no Latrell. I think we're done. Mm. Might as well just pack up and go home now. <laughs> Can I change the subject? Or go do you want to no, no. read out a couple of other texts? No, we'll get to, we'll get to more texts. Radio, right uh, Marnus Labuschagne has been recalled to the ODI squad, which is going to take on... Um, really? Cricket again? South already. Africa. Yeah, first T20 next week, believe it or not, 31st of August. Really? Then that goes into the ODIs. 31st of August. Is the first T20. Pretty ordinary timing, hey? I'll watch it. Well, no, it'll be about 11.30 at night. Mm. Um, and then they're playing some ODIs, which are on at 7.30 at night. Uh, after that, then they go to uh, India to play some ODIs before uh, the World Cup kicks off in India, which is in October. But interesting enough, the, the, the Cricket World Cup and the Rugby Union World Cup are on at the same time. So hopefully we can balance those games out. But um, Marnus is back. Steve Smith was ruled out during, uh, through to injury. Marnus was dropped from the one-day team, so he's now back in. But Mitch Marsh is skipper. Mm-hmm. That's the other thing that's come out of it as well. Look, interested. It's our <laughs> national team. It's rugby league season. Here's my question. If yep. we come fourth in the World Cup, will <laughs> there be a push for the Aussie men to get a statue? <laughs> statue, bro? Um, <laughs> no, there shan't be. There won't be a statue. There won't be a statue next to Wally. There'll be, there'll be a statue for the women. You watch. No, there won't. There won't. As Rat said exclusively on Monday, there oh should be God. a plaque. A plaque? <laughs> What's that do? <laughs> well, a pla- well, a plaque is probably the perfect gift, given they came forth. Or a barbecue. A ribbon. Why not like a metallic ribbon? 
Because everyone gets a ribbon now. See Piers Morgan. They? He he couldn't wait to tee off, could he? Piers Morgan. Well, Piers Morgan. I saw something today. Every England team has lost a final <laughs> recently. <laughs> so shut up, Piers. Imagine they had a one. Piers off Gibbs off. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, I agree with you, Woogie. You hit the ref. No try from four four nine. Pinnacle wants to know if we're both on the meat juice. Well, no. Um, Scott and Matt. Uh, Matt's not here tonight, but anyway. Uh, Melbourne Storm should be in talks with John Morris as soon as possible to sign his player of the pathways. Well, Jason, uh, he's actually signed to be assistant coach at uh, the West Tigers from 2024. Yeah. Good signing, actually. He was there originally. Fitzy said, Woogie, you need to accept South will be sold by Rusty and merge with the Roosters. It's a done oh, deal. Now, if that happened, would you support a South Rooster, which would never happen? No. I'll but, go back to what I did when Super League came. I didn't watch rugby league. Yeah, my dad didn't either. No, I didn't. Mm. I, follow, I just followed the Swans. I played and my dad didn't watch <laughs> in ARL year. Yeah, really? Yeah, he didn't watch many of my games because he was filthy at the game. Yeah, well, there would have been a lot of South fans. Mm. I just went, mate, I just watched the Swans. Uh, also, Fitzy... Fitzy reckons I don't. I think Fitzy sent something in about the noodles that have gone missing. Uh, my noodles got stolen. Yeah. So half of my lunch was stolen today. So I think Fitzy wrote something about, I don't know, maybe it was Cohen or. One of the lure listeners, Green Keeping Rooster. I'm loving the whinging South radio tonight. Please, Woogie. South got flogged last Sunday. End of story. Who wrote that? Green Keeping Rooster. Oh, come on. Listen to the name. You're not going to ban him. Don't ban him. No, no, but seriously, yeah, we like we weren't we we were we were killed by the knights. Yeah, but absolutely. it doesn't help when you get a try on an eighth <laughs> tackle at a bloody time when it hits the referee and he can goes, I "Oh, say, try." Can I say the only in Newcastle does that happen? The seven tackles. The first tackle was a zero tackle, but so let's say it's eight tackles, but it's seven tackles. But in saying that, Grant Atkins gets sacked, and yes, it's his responsibility. But there is so much going on that. Like you're saying, the touchy, the bunker. Don't start me on the, the satellite. Mate. The, the ground manager. There's plenty of people. PVL, he counts every <laughs> set. He's got a Do you know he's got like a bat phone? <laughs> this proves touch, the referee, ju- touch judges are useless. Why couldn't they get their little flag out and go, excuse me, we've had six tackles already? Mm. Well, everything's audio, everything's audible, so they can hear what the referee is saying and how mm. they're communicating with the players on the field and. All they needed was, hey, Grant, listen, I'm not quite I've run out sure of fingers. whether you understand, but this is fifth and last. Yeah. Mm. I don't even know, mate, but um, the, the, once upon a time, we used to have unlimited tackles, but that ended in the 60s. In the uh, 60s? Yeah, yeah. So maybe stick to the six. Just a hint. Jerks. That game. What? That South versus Roosters game. Now, Roosters and South fans, I'm, gonna, I'm going down for this game. It's Friday the 1st of September, round 27, 8 o'clock at Accor Stadium in Sydney. There'll be 40,000 there. Should be at Allianz. What, at the Roosters' home? What's wrong with you? Well, that's really South Heartland. We're not allowed to play there because those jerks won't let us play there. It is our home ground. should anyway. It is our home ground. No, it's not. It's the Roosters' home ground, officially. It's... No, it's closer to South Sydney than it is Bondi Junction. Doesn't it sit right on the border? Rooster Muzz, Bondi Junction? It's south side. Mm. It don't, it's on yeah, Anzac it Parade, mate. Yeah, that's south, that's yeah. south Sydney territory. Yeah, it probably is more, yeah. Bondi Junction's 30 kilometres. <laughs> no, Bondi Junction's about three kilometres away, but it takes you an hour to get there. Mm. But seriously, 
Don't such You're an idiot. Uh, sports Day. Thanks for Polaris uh, plate clearance deals on now. Save $2,000 on the Ranger 1,000 EPS. Plus get $1,000 free accessories. What? Breathalyzer. Woogie comes across as the bloke you meet at a barbecue and you think, hey, he's a bit of humour. Not a bad bloke. But half an hour later when he <laughs> hasn't drawn breath and driven you mad, you can't get out of the joint quick enough. <laughs> that's the text of the night. Well yeah, done, Breathalyzer. Whatever. whatever. That's, uh, that's ridiculous. On the way next. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. And World Gym. Trend for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is We're Sports back. Day. For we'll be World back in a moment. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. And Kia. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day. Come on, that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. There's got to be an investigation into this. This has got to be... Someone's got to be accountable for this. Uh, you kick it off. If you mm-hmm. want sats, what do you got for me? Uh, Wizard of Oz. Of course, the original Wizard of Oz was back in 1939. Judy, Gar- uh, Judy Garland was, of course, what was her name? Dorothy. Yeah, Dot. Yep, yeah, Dorothy, so there yep. is a scene in The Wizard of Oz when Dorothy is with Scarecrow and there's snow in the scene. Right. Well, the snow is actually 100% asbestos. Come on, no. that's ridiculous. Yeah. Well, obviously, we, we know now how bad asbestos was, but, yeah, that was asbestos is used as the snow effect. No, seriously? Yeah. Mm. Is everyone still alive? Or? I'm not sure. Okay. Well, no. made in 1939. There's a fair chance that a lot of them aren't, but I don't know what they passed away from. <laughs> well, mm. Let's not dig them up and, and check it out. Uh, let, let me give you one. Um, new Gold Coast Suns coach, Damien Hardwick. Mm-hmm. Uh, has signed a five-year deal with the club, which is great news yeah, for the Suns, I it think. it is for the Suns, yeah. Uh, and I think he'll attract some you good think talent. he will? Well, there's the big talk now about Dusty Martin. Does he chase him? And, Too old. But, well, they've just got their salary cap in order. And so that's going to blow the salary cap out. So in saying that, do you think the AFL would have had more – do you reckon the AFL had more of a input into the relation to this appointment? Uh, more so than the Suns? Uh, yeah, I reckon the AFL. Well, aren't the don't the AFL still own a part? Not sure of the Suns. Not sure. So anyway, but look, I, I think Hardwick explaining that he only wanted a four four year deal and something else mm-hmm. uh, is that my ridiculous. Have a listen to this. It was funny. I thought it was five, and the last one I was looking for was a movie world pass, but they threw in an extra year, which is great. But. <laughs> What's your, what's your, that's ridiculous. Mate, um, leave the comedy to us. Come on, that's ridiculous. It's not even funny. <laughs> Evening, lads. This is one from Jace. That's ridiculous. Venus is the only planet that spins clockwise. Come really? on, that's ridiculous. Can I tell you something else about clockwise? Yeah. I didn't realise that, Venus. Um, if you, I was telling everyone the other, the other night this on the show, that if you sit in your chair with your legs hanging down and you start rotating your leg clockwise and then draw the number six on a piece of paper, can't do it. Only 1% of the population can. Because you end up doing a zero, don't you? Well, you're doing a six. Yeah. You can do the six, but while you're doing the clockwise with your foot, you do the six and your your leg goes everywhere. Or I was going to anti Oh, because your finger follows your, your foot. So your foot goes everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Only yeah. 1% of the population can do it. Do you know if you've had a night on the tiles, mm-hmm. right, if you come home yeah. and you've got the head spins, put one foot on the floor... 
and the spin stops. Come on, that's ridiculous. What do you mean one? Oh, sit down and put one foot no, on. No, when you're laying down, oh. let's say you've had a couple of turns. Well, you don't drink, so you've had a couple well, of turns. I do. Too, this, is, this is for Glenn. If you have a couple too many, right, and, you, and you've got the spins when you lay down, you just put one foot on the floor and it, it centres you and you don't get the head spins anymore. I learnt that from Dr. Carl and I swear by it. Okay. I absolutely swear by it. He's good, Dr. Carl. And it stops your head spins. Okay. Now, uh, Paul, is this a that's you, you can decide whether this is your that's ridiculous. Hey, Jace, give yourself a dozen champion. Anything east of Anzac Parade is Roosters. Allianz is east of Anzac, 30 seconds from Paddo Town Hall. <laughs> Come on, that's ridiculous. Where east were formed. I've got another, another that's ridiculous. Go on. Um, so there was a serial killer many years ago called Robert Black. It's not the last laugh, is it? No, 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 no. His name was Robert Black. Um, it's sort of back in the 80s. And you know my, my love of, of true crime? So when they captured him, the police officer, police officer that was part of his capture found his own daughter tied and gagged in the back of the van. Come on, that's ridiculous. What? That's yeah. more of what? Yeah. Mm. I got another one for you. Yep. Did you know vegan horse racing was a thing? Come on, that's ridiculous. I, I saw the... What's the potty horse? Not the potty horse have, thing. Have a look. Here you go. Vegan horse riding championship in Finland goes viral. The sport doesn't involve any actual horses. Instead, players ride a stick with a toy horse head, prance around with their own human legs, and even jump over barriers. The sport is officially called hobby horsing, with about 1,500 people competing in it from all over the world. Um, I want to ask our resident horse what she thinks. <laughs> She hasn't been on for a while, has she? Oh, I saw some footage of that. I saw the the high <laughs> jumping. It was ridiculous. I'm done. Absolutely ridiculous. What's oh, between that and poor refereeing decisions? Oh, can you? And just touch judges being touch judges. I've mm. had enough. Hey, what about what? There's one more. Why the big one today? See, we're not quite sure about this, so we need to be. No, we are now. We need to be sensitive. One minute, Daddy Vass is telling us former Zimbabwe cricket captain Heath Streak. All-rounder, uh, being announced that he'd passed away earlier today. But we have now found out that he's actually alive. His family... Come on, out. that's ridiculous. His family have come out and said, no, no, what are you talking well, about? That's good news. Yeah, absolutely. So... Mm. Is this Jeff Goldblum? Is it Goldblum or what's his Jeff name? Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, is this yep. this all over again? Remember that was Richard he, Wilkins, wasn't well, it? Well, I think Richard was reporting stories that yeah, were yeah. out there that he died. Yeah, because he's, he's, he's from Jurassic Park, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, and a few yeah. other. He's I've never seen it. Jurassic Park. What? Never seen it. Come on, yeah. that's ridiculous. You know, my favourite movie There's of all, 18 of them. You know, my favourite movie of all time is Goodfellas. Yeah, I love okay. it. Joe Pesky. But yep. I've never seen any of The Godfathers. I haven't seen any of The Godfathers mm. as well. Because I don't have 18 hours <laughs> to sit through a movie. You know, I went and saw recently with, with Amani, Meg 2. Oh, Really? I could have walked out of Mission Impossible, the latest one. Oh, really? I would have walked out of Meg 2. I walked out of Fast and Furious. I've never I seen one Fast of those. Fast and Furious 14 or something. <laughs> I don't know what number it was. Um, I've never seen one of those movies. The F Mission Impossibles? No, no, I've seen one of the those. Fast and the Furious? Never seen one of the Fast Terrible. and the Furious. Are they? Yeah, don't like them. Yeah. Last, that's ridiculous, uh, from 619. Um, hi, lads. 
that's Rat Steak Sauce's name is ris- ridiculous. Um, Come on, that's ridiculous. So what was it called again? Meat Sauce. Meat Sauce. No, Meat Juice. That's wrong. Sounds worse, doesn't it? It does. Uh, break time. When we come back, yeah. Simon Orchard joins us. He's got uh, some tips for Wendy Park tonight. Remember, you win some, you lose more. And we'll wrap it up with your text. This is Sports Day. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. And World Gym. Trade for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. And World Gym. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back to it. Satsy and Jace here for your Wednesday night. Not too far away. The driver's seat with those bogans, Matt McKeldon and Stevie Johnson for those listening through SCM. But right now, time to talk thedogs.com.au, home of Greyhound Racing. Uh, imagine what you could be buying instead. He's joining us, Simon Orchard. Hello, mates. Good evening, fellas. How's your week been? Good. 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 Can't complain. Not much going on in the world of rugby league if you're a South supporter. Uh, just another week. But, mate, listen, there's a lot of stuff going on in the Greyhound world, and there's the big news that Fat Pizza is back. We'll get to that soon. But the Million Dollar Chase is almost back as well. The sixth edition of the World's Richest Greyhound Series kicks off in seven days' time. What can we expect? And it, it's the world's richest, is it? It's the world's richest Greyhound Series, boys. Now, I know the Victorians have brought in a race in recent years called the Phoenix, which is a slot holder's race. For those out there wondering what the hell's a slot holder's race, it's a bit like the Everest where people pay to get a slot and then they engage a certain dog, no matter who it may be from whatever state, to go and race. And it's worth a million bucks as well. But ours is the world's richest greyhound racing series. We started it, as I said, six years in the making to get to this point. And we're really excited, boys, because it kicks off, as you say, in a week's time at Taree. The first heats will go up up there. We've got a heat in the final at 16 different regional venues. We go as far west as Broken Hill. We go as far north as Grafton. We go all the way to the depths of the state Wagga Wagga and everywhere in between, boys. So chances are, if you've got a dog track in your town, we are visiting with the Million Dollar Chase Series and we're all trying to crown that $1 million winner. And look, I love the concept, fellas. You know, a couple of years ago, if we told the Greyhound world that they were racing for a million dollars, they would have slapped us in the face and told us to nick off. And now they love it. This is what they dream about. Even uh, Joe Blow down here at Maitland, compared to some of the top end of town in Wenty Park, they can all race for a million bucks and that dream lives on boys in every single trainer around the country so the best dogs from all around australia are going to descend on new south wales in the next month and it all kicks off in seven days time so cannot wait and on top of that simo we've got the the nationals as well some of the new south wales dogs are heading south to to represent the state yeah spot on we've got the national distance sprint and straight track nationals on uh, down at the Meadows on the weekend, boys. So we've got two representatives in the straight track race. We've got Oscar Moses and Shall Not. Shall Not owned by our good mate Terry Hill. Uh, we've got Modern Swinger in the sprint. We've got Palawa King and Zipping Vanessa in the distance race. The box draws were done, I think, last night. You know, box draws can, can make a big difference, especially in the sprint and straight race. The distance race is probably the one where Palawa King stands out as our best chance. But Hopefully, we can win some silverware on the way towards the million-dollar chase. They're hard to win these races, boys. The best dogs from all around the country, and even New Zealand, are engaged in the nationals. They descend upon a different city each and every year. Last year, it was at Wenty Park. We won both the distance 
uh, and the straight and the sprint race. We've got some titles to defend and hopefully our dogs can get down there nice and safe, get around and whip the butt of every other state in this beautiful country of ours because we love nothing more than New South Wales dogs winning these big races. Yeah, nice. Nice. Now, Fat Pizza, our adopted dog of Sports Day, uh, raced about a week and a half ago, come out of box seven, finished sixth. <laughs> now... There's a first for everything, Simo. Racing in two days at Richmond in race one, the lad broke it, maiden, over 401 metres, rug number 10. Now, I've got to say, I've never it's seen an number emergency. 10. I've never seen number 10. <laughs> yeah, he's, uh, he couldn't even get a run, boys, basically, in the maiden field. That's the death that uh, Peter has descended to. But, look, we mentioned Nick Kilner every other week, the trainer of Fat Pizza. He sent me a message. This morning, this guy is just, um, he's hot on the text. Breaking mm. news, the blinkers are off fat pizza, like picking anchovies off a pizza. He passed his trial. The target <laughs> is Richmond either Friday or Sunday with a good chance that the pizza will be home delivered to Taree on Wednesday. Wow. <laughs> who tends to make some dough for the team. What, wow. what, what is this guy talking I don't even know, but we're having some good fun with the pizza. And I reckon, boys, honestly, I think the freshen up will have done the world a good. Forget about box 10. He just needs to get a run. The blinkers are off, and sometimes this can sharpen a dog or a horse up. And I reckon well, Pat Pizza he's my favourite trainer. In dogs, horses, everything. <laughs> he's my favourite trainer in Australia, Nick Kilner. Yeah, good, good, mm. good, good. Um, well, that's good news for, for Fat Pizza fans. Uh, tips tonight at Wenty Park, mate. Uh, yeah, write these down if you can, fellas. Race five, number five, Blaze to Excel for Alan Williams. Race five. Number five, Blaze to Excel. Race six, number four, Glide to Excel for Alan Williams. So we've mm. gone with the kennel mates there for Al Williams. Race five, number five, and race six, number four. And then I reckon this is the best bet of the night. Just a query over what sort of price it'll get to later on. But race 10, number two, Oki, drawn box two. It's a small field. He's an absolute railer, just desperate for the rails. Gets a really good draw and comes out of a really good race. Behind a couple of those straight dogs that are going to the Nationals in Shall Not, and Oscar Moses. So I reckon Oki, I don't want to say the M-word, boys, mm-hmm. but moral, lock it in. Wow. Okay. He said it. Mm. Thedogs.com.au, the home of everything Greyhound Racing in New South Wales. Imagine what you could be buying instead for free and confidential support. Visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Thanks, Simon. mate. We're back for World Gym. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. And Kia. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back to it. We're about to uh, wrap the show up shortly. And as I said before, uh, we've got the driver's seat, Matty McKeldin and Steve Johnson. For those listening through SCN or the SCN app, coming up after 8 o'clock tonight. Eight, I think it's Friday morning, not tomorrow morning. I might be wrong. Uh, Vossi and Brandy, your chap, Caelan Ponga. Newcastle star. Hasn't he had an amazing seven weeks? Unbelievable. Is that tomorrow or Friday, Daddy? I think it's Friday, isn't it? What's that? They're talking to Carl and Ponga. When he, when he gets into oh, it's space. tomorrow. It's been when changed. Gets, when he gets into space, like from 40, 50 metres, it looks like he's been shot out of a cannon. He looks that quick. Yeah. Yeah. Great to watch. Mate, the way he just showed up. Campbell Graham on the weekend. He's one of the best defensive centres mm. in the game. Just, oh, 
Yeah. Made him look like an under-13s player. It was, yeah, he's, he's in great form. Yeah. Good to see. Outstanding. Good to see. Not good for New South Wales next year, but good to see. Um, we've got a text here from 801. We're going to do some text to finish. Last laugh coming up soon. Look out. Here come the Roosters. We'll knock the Rabbits out last game and get into the eight. Happy days, Larry the Happy Little Rooster. Well, Larry, you can be a happy little rooster. Just don't tell me about it. Rooster Muzz, we can't read some of your texts. Oh, they're very funny, but we just can't read some of them. I think Rooster Muzz should some, be in jail. It breaches some of the <laughs> breaches some of Broadcast the laws. that. Yeah. Uh, now, hi, guys. This is Tari Terrier. <laughs> it's actually very funny, though. Yeah. Uh, not a South supporter, but I would be disappointed if my team's million-dollar man was sculling beers on stage like Latrell did. It's not a good look for younger players. Yeah, so you're right, Sats. But if he had it turned up on Sunday, had an outstanding game, South win, he's not getting suspended. You'd go. Well, I was saying on Monday, yeah, play on, big deal. But sorry, on Thursday, I was saying play on, big deal. Yeah, it's all right. But you are right. You, you know, if I'll use an example of maybe a player I played with, Jamie Goddard, for example, who, who loved a, who loved a good time, but was super fit, always one of the senior players. Yep. Talk about driving standards. He was outstanding. If he did that on a Wednesday night. I wouldn't be concerned. The younger players wouldn't be concerned because they knew that on come Sunday he'd be the best player on the field. Yeah, fair. So cool. you are right. If if he did, if he did play well on Sunday, we wouldn't hear about it as well. But unfortunately, he gave a lot of people some ammunition. Now, I think the way that Latrell is driven, I think with this weekend off and all of this just stewing under the bonnet, I think. When he, if they make the finals come the first week of the finals, I, yep. I, I think we see a guy that okay. will answer all the critics. Well, I hope you're right. Um, and let's hope they've got refs in their game that can count to six. Mm. Great hearing about fat pizza. Hadn't heard anything and was worried about the fat. Mm. We all love fat pizza, even if he can't run. That's from one, two, <laughs> We do seven. love him. Nick from Chippo. Uh, you're on the money stats. Latrell's the highest paid player, needs to set standards. Burgess gave 100% every game and obviously can't sit and watch Latrell just lays about in the must-win game. By the way, Gus was right. So, um, and I suppose, like my, I, I don't want to sound like I'm, I'm being harsh on Blake Solly and and Jason Dimitri and Co. But but I, but you you are right in that, even if, if Sam is unwilling to, to toe the line because of what he believes are his standards, it is best that they part ways, because. As I was saying, Jason Demetrio is the head coach, and if that's the way that he wants to coach through his philosophies, and that's why John Morris is still there because he's willing to say, you know what? Well, I can toe the line, and Sam is a guy that's that's not going to breach his principles. Mm. So, um, so it's, it's it's the best case scenario, and yeah, you know, time will tell. But anyway. even saying that, that he won't breach his principles, to me. Is that is that like saying, oh, well, Jason Demetrio is? I just... No, no, no. It's Jason Demetrio has been a coach much longer than Sam yeah, Burgess. absolutely. Completely different, obviously, completely different coaching philosophies. And that's cool. That's fine. Everyone's got their own philosophies around how they coach. And, and Jason Demetrio, I've got to say, and I've watched his career um, very closely for many, many years when he's in the the, um, the Queensland Cup, the Host Plus Cup, and... And then when he went down to the New South Wales Cup and then he mm. went into the new NRL coaching, he's had a lot of success at coaching. And you know, he's got his team to the grand final, uh, defeated a couple of years ago. But in saying that, he's he's reached some really high goals, Jason. His philosophies 
have got him some success. Pete from Bathurst, Meat Juice should be a sponsor for Sports yeah, Day. You I could agree. open the program with it every day. Thank you, Pete. Um, who's 302? Has that big noting woogie ever strapped on a football boot? Yes, in fact, I put two on to play football. So, yes. Football or rugby league? Rugby, rugby league okay, and rugby yeah, right. and rugby union. Mm. I'm a, I'm a dual, and, non-international and cricket spikes as well for cricket. No, we Queen's played fifth nah. grade, fourth, fourth. Grade. Excuse me, mate. I was a skipper of fourth grade. Mm. All right, I played one game in third grade and lost us the match and was dropped. Brownie in Burley Heads on the Gold Coast says Greg Inglis needs to get down to South training and have a session with Latrell. You reckon that'll help? Don't know. Don't know. Worth a go, right? Mm. Right. Well, I think I think I think what's happened over the last twenty four hours is enough. Yeah. To answer the critics. Yeah. And again, yeah. let's let's put everything in perspective. An assistant coach left a club today. That's mm. all that's happened. Uh, Sats, the guy with you, has he played sports before? He's quite naive. Yes, I have. We just talked about it. Fifth grade cricket. Fourth grade cricket. Lionel says two ears, one mouth. Jason. <laughs> what's that? What's that mean? <laughs> yes, I've got that. Now, Sats, it sounds like you're arguing with my nine-year-old. You can't argue with an idiot. Queensland Chets. Queensland Chets is calling his nine-year-old an idiot. Yeah, that's a bit. I'm calling the police on that I, one. I agree with you, but Chets. Absolutely. What, that his nine-year-old is an idiot? No, that I am arguing with a nine-year-old. What? What? Who are you talking about? Yeah. Huh? Oh, let's get over it. I'm done. Uh, are we going to do it? The last laugh? Where's the last laugh intro gone? Hmm. Uh, on sports day it's time for the last laugh with scott sattler i can't believe i just wandered in i he's coming right in he's gonna do a set after me the stage is yours sats that's i think it's time the last laugh is retired you've run into the ground badge had it during the glory days you've turned into the no 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 okay um so a mate of mine got sacked from the council i'm sorry yeah i'm well he works in the roadworks department and i don't i don't i didn't believe it I didn't believe it why he was sacked, but I went and ran to his house and all the signs were there. <laughs> That's actually pretty good. I like that one. Here we go. <laughs> I liked it. Uh, Thank you. What a great way to finish off the night. Uh, grab the podcast of the show, wherever you get your podcast from. You're uh, right, Gazza. You're right. Spotify or mm. iTunes. Back tomorrow night. See you all. See ya. Bye. Good night.